On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Tesla. This is ticker TSLA. They just reported earnings after hours and they're up about 3%. If you're new to the channel, make sure to hit the subscribe button and don't forget to hit the thumbs up. It helps the small channel out so much with the YouTube algorithm. So thank you. Also, let me know in the comments below. Are you a Tesla bull right now or are you a Tesla bear? Don't forget anything I say here is just my opinions and should not be taken as advice because I am not a professional. Also, if you want to join a community of investors, make sure to join that Discord channel that's down below. It's free to anybody that wants to join. And while you're down there, make sure to join with Webull with that link. If you sign up and follow the rules, we both could get a free stock. All right. So Tesla, like I mentioned, after hours is up about 3% and sitting at $436. Let's just do a quick overview of how Tesla has done year to date. Year to date, Tesla has has given about 391% to investors. This is insane. Over a almost a five times bagger uh, for Tesla. So congratulations to all that have been holding since the beginning of the year. Tesla did peak in August 31st, sitting at $498, close to that $500 price point. And we can see even after hours, these earnings, I want to say, weren't that bad. I, I actually enjoyed um, getting the information for it. Uh, and even with these great earnings the company is only up three percent the only thing that tells me right investors have already accounted for a lot of the growth for tesla and the stock price right now market cap for tesla is going to be closer to to 400 um a little bit over 400 billion dollars all right let's do a quick recap of their earnings tesla reported their quarter three earnings today october 21st 2020 they gave quarter three non-gap earnings per shares of about 70 cents which beat expectations by about 16 cents gap earnings per share were 27 cents unfortunately this was a miss by 16 cents but i think now this is the fifth quarter that tesla has been profitable and that's actually pretty impressive revenue for the company was 8.77 billion dollars and this is up 39 percent compared to the same time last year and it beat expectation by 460 million a very nice beat if i may say then we have automotive margins so if you guys don't know tesla makes its revenue from three sectors first is the automotive segment then is the power segment and then is the service segment the automotive segment is the biggest for tesla i think it makes up almost 90 percent of the revenue so that's obviously the most important when we're seeing automotive margins of 27.7 percent compared to the expectation of 24.1 those are those that's actually pretty crazy to see that margin increase dramatically and this is a growth from same time from even last quarter last quarter was 25.4 percent so obviously the numbers here look really good we have high revenue growth we have improvement in margins and we have another profitable quarter and it's funny i keep saying we but it's just me as an investor reading it uh, right now i do not have a position in tesla i'm neither a bull nor a bear so there are a few cool things that tesla reported this earnings the first thing musk said that the shanghai factory expansion is going well and construction is progressing in austin and berlin if you guys didn't know right austin and berlin are the new places where tesla is, where tesla is building um new factories new gigafactories each of them going to be for different for different products so I, I definitely talk about it in previous videos on, on some of my tesla where i do a full in-depth analysis on them and i mentioned both austin and berlin if you guys want to check those video out like i said i do plenty of fundamental analysis videos so i have a huge catalog if you guys want to check out even though they are being built right now they are expected to start deliveries in about uh, in about the next year 
but they say full capacity won't be reached until about 12 to 24 months. And this is to be expected when the factory opens up, it doesn't always open up at full capacity. There's so much that needs to take place. It's more of like a progression of, of capacity going on. So they say that, yes, they're going to start delivery sometime next year, but full capacity won't happen between 12 to 24 months. I'm probably going to be leaning further away to that 24 months um, instead of those 12 months they mentioned. Elon also still gave the production that for this year, they still are expecting to do about 500,000 vehicles. That is actually pretty insane. Uh, the amount of growth the company is seeing in, in vehicle deliveries. He also says that they are sticking that by 2030, they will have about 20 million vehicles produced. That is a huge number, right? That is actually a pretty, pretty big number, if I may say so. Um, but right now, that's about 10 years from now. So it's definitely something that can happen. So for this quarter, Tesla produced about 145,000 vehicles. This is up 51% compared to the same time last year. And they also delivered about 139,600 vehicles. This is up 44% compared to the same time last year. We can see there's still a huge demand for Tesla vehicles, especially as more productions is coming out. They're still showing that production and delivery rate increasing at high double digits. And like I mentioned, right, Tesla is still sticking with the 500 a year, uh, 500,000 vehicles delivered this year. And that's actually pretty impressive because the overall consensus is about 476,000. But Musk did mention that this is very, very um, dependent on how the Shanghai production continues, mainly with the Model Y. If the Model Y in the Shanghai factory continues to produce great numbers, they do believe this would be the key factor for them reaching that mark. Later on in this episode, we are going to take a look at Tesla's balance sheet. But Tesla right now says that it should have sufficient liquidity to fund its product roadmap, long-term capacity expansion plans, and other expenses. And Tesla right now has a very, very, I want to say a very clean balance sheet. Um, it might not be the best, right? But it's not horrible. So I, I want to say it's clean at the moment. One thing I hate about Tesla's earnings report is they make everything so wide. So I can't really zoom in too much here in this in this video. So my apologies for that. First, let's start off by taking a quick look at their balance sheet. And if you guys don't know, this is probably one of my favorite documents to take a look at. I think I'm starting to become more of a cash flow statement type of guy. As I continue to, to improve my overall investment style, I do believe the cash flow is probably going to become my favorite balance, my favorite sheet to take a look at. But let's start off with the balance sheet right now. First, let's start off with cash and cash equivalent. At this quarter, Tesla ended with $14.5 billion of quick cash and cash equipment compared to $8.6 billion a quarter ago. So it increased its cash by about $6 billion. We're going to see where that cash came from. Um, but that's, that's pretty much the biggest change of Tesla's asset. If we can see total assets for Tesla increased by about $7 billion, out of that $7, 6000000000 billion is coming from the cash and cash equivalents. Everything else is just coming from other small, small additions here and there. It's nothing really worth mentioning. Next, let's take a look at Tesla's total liability. So, so the first thing I'm seeing here is their total liabilities, right? Total liabilities for Tesla right now sitting at $28.1 billion. This is compared to a quarter ago being $26 billion. So the first thing this tells me is one, this major improvement of cash did not come from any form of debt because their total liabilities only grew by about $1.5 billion, if I may say so. That's a great thing. I, I honestly was misreading the numbers when I first was looking at the information, 
but this is very good for tesla they have plenty of cash at hand in my opinion like they mentioned they have plenty of cash to maintain and to do any type of upgrading or roadmap or just expansion that they want to do so tesla did not grab that extra cash and cash equivalents from a debt the only other scenario is it might have sold some equity somewhere and the best place to actually take a look at that is the cash flow statement so here i can see that this quarter there was a huge gain of net cash flow provided by financing activities and that's about four about four billion dollars that four billion dollars is actually net cash flow from non-controlling interest in their solar company in, in their solar segment so it, it shows that it seems like tesla sold some form of equity in its solar business um that's the best of what i can get from this balance sheet if you guys if from this cash flow statement if you guys have any other insight of that and that was close to about five billion dollars so that's pretty much where most of that cash came the other cash came from its operating activities the amount of cash this company had on net cash flow from operating activities this quarter was 2.4 billion dollars so that with this net cash flow from non this what interest they sold on their solar business helped increase the overall cash and cash equivalents by about six billion dollars so this is the power of the cash flow statement this is the power of the balance sheet this is why it's important to understand how to read them just a few charts i want to show you guys for from this earnings the first thing is here you can see tesla for the past i want to say probably seven eight maybe even ten quarters has had positive operating cash flow when we're taking a look at trailing 12 months free cash flow started in the first quarter of 2019 and since then this company has provided positive free cash flow from operations next we're taking a look at vehicle deliveries we can see trailing 12 months vehicle deliveries have been almost in the uptrend the only downtrend that happened was in the second quarter of 2020 but remember this was during the whole impact of COVID-19 and all the shutdowns so that was to be expected one should not expect a company to have amazing quarters uh, amazing earnings every quarter there are quarters where there's a bumpy rides and if you're an investor with a long-term hold you understand this and you understand that one quarter doesn't make or break a company it's a historical of many quarters that really make or break the company we can see net income trailing 12 months is now actually pretty profitable when we take a look at trailing 12 months last quarter was actually the first quarter it became profitable when looking at trailing 12 months i'm not talking about quarters i'm talking about trailing 12 months right now next i want to take a quick look at their production growth year to year they saw four percent increase in the model s and x in the model three and the model y which is the economic friendly to to people has increased 60 percent compared to same time last year total production increased 51 percent total deliveries for the model s and x decreased about 13 percent compared to same time last year for model 3 and y increased 56 percent total deliveries are up 44 percent compared to same time last year the amount of vehicles leased right now has also increased 39 percent compared to same time last year and these are two things i'm also pretty excited to see the supercharger stations and the supercharger connectors have increased by about 32 and 33 percent respectively um and this shows and seven percent quarter to quarter so that 32 percent was compared to the same time last year and it's also a seven percent growth compared to last quarter this here is telling you that this ev market is coming and is still growing if you're seeing huge numbers like that year to year and you're still also seeing constant growth quarter to quarter finally i want to take a look at how their automotive revenue came in so right now automotive revenue was 7.6 billion dollars remember i total i mentioned total revenues were 8.7 
like I said, over 80%, closer to 90, comes from automotive revenue. And that's up 42% compared to the same time last year. Tesla, for being a EV company and for having all this green and helpful for the environment, they do get some form of credits in different countries. These total credits ended up being about $400 million. One thing I do want to say is uh, this is something a lot of bears mention, right? A lot of people that are bears of Tesla love to mention this. Right here, we can see total net income down here. Total net income for this company was $331 billion. This means if this company did not have these regulatory credits, it would actually have been not profitable. And that can easily, that can actually be said for almost all of, can actually be said for the past four quarters. In quarter two, it had $104 million of profits and $428 million of credit. So we can see these credits are what's leading this company to be profitable. Even though this is true, I do believe this is part of their business, right? As they are improving, as they are doing something to benefit the environment, to benefit every other thing, right? Reduce, reduce fossil fuel usage they are getting this justifiable credit. So this is just part of the business. So I can see both the bears and the bulls points from here. Eventually, I do believe these credits will end to once once EV vehicles become a thing, I do, be, I do believe these regulatory credits will start to decrease lower and lower. And the problem is, is once those start to go lower and lower, will Tesla still be able to be profitable? And obviously, that, that is a reasonable question to ask. I don't think bulls should be angry to answer such a question, right? But at the same time, bears should not believe that just because they are not profitable now, in the future, they will not be profitable without these credits. Um, so there's always two sides to every coin. So now my quick thoughts on Tesla and what am I planning to do? So Tesla right now sitting at these levels, honestly, I do believe Tesla will beat the overall market in the upcoming years. I think Tesla will be a better a better investment than the overall market for me if I was to invest. Again, none of this is advice. But to me, I, I don't know why. I, I, I feel like I have other investments that I prefer. Again, nothing bearish to Tesla. Like I said, we see the crazy growth that Tesla has. We see a very nice balance sheet, a very strong cash flow statement, um, very good numbers in, in just what everything is seeing. So it's definitely a strong company. Um, at the moment, I just, I, I don't know why. I can't see myself buying the company, but who knows? And if you want to know what stocks I purchased, make sure to join that Discord channel. I post every single Thursday what companies I buy and how much money I put into the market. So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.